0: Well, you know that jumped from seven to one on mine. I hope it didn't do the same for y'all because we went from seven seconds to being on to being on, and I might have been cooking a booger. I don't know. So, <laughs> don't be offended if I was. So I also wanted to say welcome to Three R Sports, but it's not Three R Sports. Welcome to Victory Formation Sundays at 10 p.m. with Philip Die. Home, feel better, Philip. Uh, not sitting in with us tonight. I, you know, we'll do, we'll we'll roll. We've not had our full cast in a couple of weeks, but tonight I've got wearing his big ugly Georgia shirt up above me. I got to remember, I got to point that way, Mr. Arden Scruggs. How are you this morning, Arden?
1: I'm good, Randall. How are you doing this morning?
0: You, you know. Uh, Shockingly well, considering that Tennessee got beat by 24, but it's a lot of what I thought would happen this year. I thought Tennessee will get into it more. I thought we saw Tennessee's lack of depth. I think we dressed 65 scholarship players last night. You can play about 30 minutes with that, but uh, we'll get around the nations, including Clemson. Is not Clemson. I don't care what anybody's like Clemson, not Clemson. Now over here, missing last week, throwing little pointy things at a board. Geoff Miller, what's up, Geoff?
2: Oh, another day, Randall. How you doing?
0: uh If we don't, if we make it through the day, it'll be good. I cleaned my daughter's room. I'm not sure that I don't. Have a disease after cleaning an eleven-year-old little girl's room last night. So, uh, if I if I fall out during the middle of the show, y'all just know it's her fault. Blame <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's get around the nation. Let's start with number one. Alabama handles business. Uh, very Presbyterian. Um, you know, how, what do you say about Alabama when you just you score sixty-three points? on Southern Mississippi. Arden, uh, are you... Do you do you think the Florida game matters at this point, or is Alabama just better than everybody else?
1: I don't think the Florida game matters at this point. I just think until somebody beats Alabama, they're going to be number one. You can play them close how
0: you want, you got to beat them. <laughs> I think it's becoming the point, Geoff, that... Moral victories count when you play Alabama. I, I was shocked about how happy Gator Nation was. And that's a program that's far better than my program now. But it was like some Gator fans were taking pride in uh, playing Alabama to a two point game. Geoff, did what, what was your thought? Can you hear me okay, Geoff? Are not beginning to believe you. Uh, you were kind
2: of breaking up, Randall. I I didn't hear you after you kind of your screen froze.
0: Uh, okay, man. Um, is there anyone that's going to stand up to Alabama, Jeff? You might want to reload. We lost you. Yeah, um, that was. That was me. Um, let me see if I can bring him back. Goffa, can you hear it now? All right, uh, Jeff. When uh, you I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you fine. You need to restart your computer. Just refresh and re-enter. Okay.
2: I'm definitely having technical difficulties, Rand. I'll be back.
0: Yeah. All right, Arden. So, um, while he's gone, Georgia, let's talk about Georgia a little bit. Just me and you.
1: All right. Sounds good.
0: Vanderbilt's maybe the worst football team in the SEC.
1: Oh, Vanderbilt is the worst football team in the SEC.
0: What do you make of Georgia's schedule up to now? And does the Clemson struggles hurt Georgia's
1: case? It does to an extent. Uh, in my opinion, Georgia's schedule ain't been very strong so far. Everybody thought Clemson was better than they were. Vandy might be the worst team in college football. It's the worst team Vanderbilt put out there in 20-something years. So I don't take nothing from yesterday other than we did what we were supposed to do. You do pulled feel- start in the second quarter and you did what you are supposed to do.
0: Do you feel like the Georgia offense, I've heard some complaints about Stetson Bennett getting all the second team staffs. Do you feel like they need to get someone else ready? Um, They've got a couple of high profile recruit quarterbacks on that team and almost like you know, Stetson Bennett's the man by default. Well,
1: I'd like to see Carson Beck get more, but I put faith in the coaches that see him every day and Carson Beck, he's a redshirt freshman, and he may not be ready. That's just it. The coaches see him. I mean, Stetson Bennett's got a lot of experience. I think that in a pinch, if they got to have somebody, his experience helps. Do I want to see him give the other kid some playing time? Yes, but I think the coaches are handling it right. Right. I mean, uh, Stephen Bennett won some big games last year. He lost to Florida. He lost to Bama that he couldn't win the two big ones. But he won some big games other than that.
0: Uh, Geoff bounces in and out again. Maybe we can get him back here. It's definitely uh, something on his end. Yeah. There's two teams I definitely want to talk about. One of them's is the Oregon Ducks. Just go out and handle business against the Arizona Wildcats.
1: I think Oregon's a very good team. Uh, As long as they don't do what they typically do, Oregon's had good teams that could run the table before. they usually late in the year, lose the game to somebody they shouldn't.
0: More than once they've done that. Yep. But uh, watching them last night, I was very impressed with them. Yeah. Oklahoma struggles to beat a, a decent West Virginia team.
1: That was silly, that final score and everything was silly. I mean, if you'd have told me the final score was going to be 16-13 in that game, I'd have bet you money you were wrong.
0: Yeah, uh, I do too. I'm uh, with you. In a very Iowa-like way, they just go out and beat Colorado State 24-14. I don't know if Colorado or Iowa ever going to beat anybody 54-14. I don't even know if they're built to, to win that well, way. If I'm correct, they were losing at halftime. Yeah, it, they not an impressive in full
1: performance. Not an impressive win. Uh, and with Iowa State losing again yesterday, does that hurt Iowa's big win against Iowa State?
0: Well, it matters what you think of Wisconsin, and they're debacle against Notre Dame, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Penn State, Villanova, very pedestrian. Penn State handles uh Villanova, but let's talk about that one. Uh what about Georgia State gives Auburn all they want? To score have to score late to beat Georgia State.
1: Yeah, that's wild there for a little bit I thought uh Georgia State was gonna hold on and beat them.
0: All right. We'll wait on G off here because we need to talk about this next team because I truly feel like they may be a top five team. When we when when everyone hired Sam Pittman. There you go. I'm having technical difficulties, bud. I'm back, though. Okay. See so if y'all can turn your phone sideways and get both of you at. There you go. Much better. Much better. All right. Uh, I'll get this ironed out before next week, Randall. Uh, that's the advantage of having y'all both in the same house. Arkansas handles Texas A&M, and it's not even a uh, – the score underlies the, this game. I thought Arkansas dominated Texas A&M. Let's start with Arden, and then, geoff give your opinion of that game and that win.
1: I was very impressed. I was- I thought Arkansas would win the game, but they really dominated the whole game. And Arkansas is here for real.
0: I I, I really like this Arkansas football team after last night. geoff KJ Jefferson's a real deal. That's a football player.
2: I mean, I agree. Uh, I, I don't. I'm, I'm kind of scared and jaded to say that anybody's a real deal anymore. Um, I said it about USC, and they lost. Uh, I said it about UCLA, and uh, we saw what happened. Uh, so I'm, I'm a little, little, little hesitant to say anybody's the real deal. Uh, but I think we know what the 3:30 game on CBS is going to be next week. And if it's not, they're making a bad mistake. Very
0: bad. Uh, and I think a lot of people felt Texas A&M may have been a little overrated. I think that's fair enough. Yeah. The shocker, which I bet on and took. Tech- North Carolina State in the points because I am not a believer in Clemson. Clemson goes down 27-21. Arden as the dog. The first question I'll ask you, Georgia put three offensive points on this Clemson defense. North Carolina State kind of was all over the place on them. What does that say game one till today? Is Georgia's offense (coughs) improved that much? Or did we get a little false impression of how good the Clemson defense is? Well, I mean, Georgia's offense
1: struggled that game. I don't think Clemson's defense is horrible. I think they have a good defense. But Georgia's offense by far struggled that game. I think they've improved some. But definitely Clemson letting North Carolina State do that to them and stuff. It makes where Georgia's win isn't as big as it was.
0: Well, even in the polls, when they get to the BCS. Right now, that would be outside probably the quality win area or the tier one area. Now, let's not lie to ourselves, too. NC State had to go to two overtimes, and 27 of those points came in those two overtimes. So uh, Clemson's defense, still pretty good. Geoff, who wins the ACC now? Do I have to pick somebody? Um, no. None of the above is an option. I
2: the, – the next question is, does it matter? Um, I'm not sure that anybody in the ACC is going to be um, competing for, for that coveted trophy at the end of the year. Um, I, I honestly – Randall, I don't know. I don't know who looks good over there right now. Uh, Florida State is now four losses. Is that right? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, uh, Clemson, I, I still think they're the best team in the ACC on any given weekend. Um, but as far as the the national side of it, nobody in the ACC can compete, I don't think. It doesn't look that way. Uh, North Carolina loses again. It just it, it's, looks like a bad, beat-down conference this year.
0: One undefeated team. Would you both like to take a guess without looking?
2: I'm going to go with Boston College. Uh,
0: Syracuse, two undefeated teams. Sorry, but one of them is not playing. Syracuse, Syracuse is three and one. Boston College has not opened up in conference and for our four and oh, in conference, two and oh, four and oh, leading the Atlantic Division, Wake Forest. Leading the Coastal Division, 1-0 in conference, 3-1 and overall, Virginia Tech. Are we headed to one of those games where we might have Georgia Tech versus North Carolina State in a conference championship again? I don't know. We'll see soon enough. All right, let's move on real fast. Uh, Ohio State played not a great team. Two weeks in a row they played Tulsa, and now they play – um akron and not much arden we're losing you just a little bit can you get over just you and G off? act like you love each other uh <laughs> oh i stay handled business guys nothing to talk about there number 11 florida plays tennessee uh game was a 17 14 and a half uh tennessee's in it just Florida come out and said, Okay, never mind. Let me slap y'all around. Scores twenty one unanswered points in the second half. Tennessee's offense never really threatens. Florida now has probably the best loss in the country. And they've handled business with everybody else. Georgia and Florida becomes a real good, real important game here in a couple of weeks. Arden, give me your impressions of Florida. Uh, Florida's a good ball team. I mean, like you said, one
1: loss and barely lost the number one team in the country. They are, by far, in my opinion, probably the best one-loss team in the country. Uh, Georgia has to get by Arkansas this week and a couple other games. And if, if Florida keeps handling business and Georgia keeps winning, Halloween weekend's going to be a big weekend.
0: If you were making uh, – I'll ask both of you this. If you were making the uh, – of course, a neutral site. If you were Vegas, where do you have the line right now, Arden?
1: I'd say neutral side line, Georgia minus, 33 and a half. geoff
2: I think it's bigger than that. Um, I think Florida has, has deficiencies in the pass game. And the line makers will will kind of read into that. I, I think it's more in the uh, Georgia minus minus seven, Georgia minus eight range. Uh,
0: let's see if they've got something. Uh, Post it. Uh, uh, no, no line yet. Uh, Georgia's a slight money line favorite. Um. I'm thinking it's going to be somewhere closer to. Uh, I mean, by the amount, by the money line, I'd say uh, Georgia by less than three. So, I think I think Georgia. Uh, we'll see. We've got some football to play. A little bit depends on what happens in Arkansas. Next game we'll get to. Uh, well, I lost my spot. There we go. Notre Dame destroys Wisconsin. And we were just talking about Iowa. Iowa State's now lost. Wisconsin gets destroyed on a very public stage. It doesn't affect Iowa, but it kind of puts that same uh, luster on Iowa that Georgia has. Where's this going? And how good is Iowa? How good is Notre Dame? Is there anybody in the Big Ten at the end of the year? It's going to be playable to play with the wild state. geoff I'll start with you on that one.
2: Uh, by by the end of the year, I, I think yes. Um, Ohio State has already showed that they uh, at times have a hard time moving the football. Um, the I, I think what we're seeing is a lot of teams week in week out are just having trouble uh, playing at that level. Um, I, I don't foresee that Ohio State runs away with it this year. There's just too much talent up there uh and they're not the ACC. The ACC looks bad. The big Ten
0: it looks like they could actually play uh, I, I think that big Ten is exceptionally good and I think I, the ACC is exceptional bad i I agree
2: that's uh that's kind of where I was going with that was was Ohio State yes, they are they are Ohio State. Um, But it looks like this year that there are are more teams in the Big Ten that can compete with them and will give the run run for their money uh, because I think they have fallen off some on the uh, talent and depth level.
0: Arden?
1: Well, uh, I think, like I said, Big Ten, I think uh, Michigan's a very improved team up there. Still undefeated, if I'm correct. Uh, Michigan State's looking good. Penn State could – Make a run if they can run out the table and be in the college football playoffs.
0: Highest ranked team in that Big Ten now. Iowa State, as we talked about earlier, goes down to Baylor. Uh, Iowa State, now two losses. You probably remove them from any playoff consideration. Late, BYU kind of struggles at times, but beats South Florida. Coastal Carolina over UMass. The next team we want to talk about number 17 or number 19, Michigan struggled at time with Rutgers, but I don't think this is your daddy's Rutgers team. It's Greg Ciano at Rutgers, which can be pretty good at times and wins Michigan state holds on to, to beat Nebraska. We're talking about both of those teams who are, if you're gonna if you're gonna buy stock in Michigan or Michigan State, who do you want? I'm
1: buying stock in there. I'm gonna take Michigan. I think Michigan State's gonna become very relevant. I love their head coach, and uh, but yeah, if I'm buying stock this year, I'm buying at Michigan.
0: How about you, Geoff?
2: I, I feel the same way. Uh, Michigan looks like they they have the team. They are a lot better than in years past. Um, I I just, they look better than Michigan State. They passed the eye test. Uh, I think that they are uh, the team that is, that can and will give uh, Ohio State a run for their money.
0: You know, I I agree with both of y'all, but I really like Michigan State. Mel Tucker finished second to Jeremy Pruitt a few years ago in that Tennessee debacle of a coaching hire. Um, Mel Tucker goes to Colorado, Burns a bad bridge there. Goes to Michigan State. He's done it differently. He's went out to the portal. He's almost made what we've all talked about. He's the first guy to go from nothing to something with a lot of portal kids. Everybody, we lost the... uh, we're having a little technical difficulty here. Let's see if we can get them back. But what I was saying about Mel Tucker, Mel Tucker has been able to successfully rebuild that program very quickly. Uh, give you a, a couple of other scores. Uh, North Carolina beats Georgia Tech. Uh, again, no one has probably lost more money This year, then, unfortunately, Mr. Sam Howe at North Carolina State has really suffered as supposed to have been the number one quarterback in this upcoming class. Auburn, number 23, struggles with Georgia State. This time, Georgia State leads late in the football game against Auburn. Auburn scores and comes back. UCLA writes their record again, winning 35-24 over a gallant Stanford team. And one more upset. Kansas State, number 25, loses 31-20 Oklahoma State. <coughs> We're waiting on the guys to come back in. If I was going to break down my top 10, I was going to ask them this question. But I'll give you Alabama number one, Georgia number two, Oregon number three. I still have Iowa. Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure I wouldn't move Arkansas way up. I just don't know how far I'm going to move Arkansas up. I think I would have Penn State four, Arkansas either five or six. Let's call them six. Let's move, let's move uh, Penn State up to four. Oklahoma down to five, Arkansas, or Iowa sixth. Uh, We're going to move Ohio State up to eighth, Florida up to ninth, and Notre Dame to tenth. So that's my new top ten. Uh, I would handicap the playoff system. I think if I was going to pick three teams right now, uh, uh, or four teams. I'm going to go two teams from the SEC now, Arkansas and Alabama. Arkansas has got a ways to go to hold it on. Oregon and Penn State. That would be my four teams today. I think we go along. Well, excuse me. Excuse me. I left Georgia out, but let me address why. I think Arkansas beats Georgia this week, but that's, That's my own opinion. Let's see if we can get Arden Scruggins back on the uh, feed here. No, those guys are still, still trying to get back on. So interestingly in college football yesterday, I, I really find the fact that the SEC now, I think it's got a really good chance to have three of the top six teams in the country, which they had three of the top seven yesterday. Uh, I I keep thinking Arkansas is going to at least jump about 10 spots. They're 16. I I have them up to six. Realistically, I think they'll struggle with jumping Florida. That'll be one. Uh, It's possible with Ohio State having a loss, they could jump Ohio State. I think it's Possible they'll jump BYU. Uh, so you know, backside of the top ten is probably where they'll be in the real AP. So we'll go on to uh, a little bit of DFS while we're waiting on the, the guys to come back. Really interesting week in the NFL this week. Uh, I've kind of felt like I did yesterday about college football was it was kind of a week. There were some good games, but there were some some kind of sleeper games to get through too. So uh, NFL this week, there is some excellent matchups. I won't get into the DFS yet, but I just want to talk a couple of games I'm looking forward to seeing. The first game I really look forward to seeing is – New Orleans at new England. Now I said, excellent matchups. If you look at this week in the NFL, it's not one that jumps out at you and you go, Oh my God, I got to see, you know, like last week we had Baltimore and Kansas city. and We had, you know, three or four marquee matchups this year, this week, the, the marquee matchups are more on the lines of the mid-level teams. So um, I think this new Orleans, new England game is very interesting. I think the fact that New Orleans is traveling to New England. New England's a three-point underdog. I really like that game. Not from a DFS standpoint, but it's a game I plan to watch. Also, another game I probably plan to watch, uh, the Falcons are at the New York Giants. Locally, that carries a lot of interest. Uh, The Falcons, let's see if we got our guys back. Still trying to get loaded in there. The Falcons and the Giants, by far, is not a marquee matchup, but it's it's one of my favorite DFS games, and I'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, One of the more marquee games, in my head, is Justin Herbert traveling to the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Another... Marquee, Marquee. This is probably the Marquee game of the week. The L.A. Rams travel, oh, excuse me, the Tampa Bay Bucks travel to the L.A. Rams. And then Seattle at Minnesota, another game that has a lot of DFS interest, and Philadelphia and Dallas. So let's start looking at from a DFS standpoint. So this week is week three, and I think it's an interesting week. A lot of times, folks come in. They put money into their account. They play a couple of weeks. They start going broke. And contests get tougher, in a way, or they get easier to. I truly believe if you know what you're doing at week three or four, contests will start getting easier to deal with. So, some of the amateurs out of it, the mid-level level player is probably in it the upper mid-level player is definitely still in it and of course the guys that we all know that upload 150 lineups that let computer set their lineup so let me get through everything real fast uh one more try to bring the guys back on still no luck let me just go ahead and i I'll, I'll host I'll do a victory formation by myself. and So let me get through the DFS stuff. Carolina's at Houston. Not a lot of interest in this game. Oh, excuse me. I don't uh, got the, that was earlier in the week. Let me make sure. Uh, so we all know what happened there. Carolina lost Christian McCaffrey, and we don't know what happened, and we'll move on. So no reason to preview a game that's already been played. Arizona at Jacksonville. Jacksonville, you catch seven and a half with Jacksonville. I really like this game. I like this game from the – I want to stack Arizona. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins comes into this game very questionable. You need to check his health. Uh, Right now, I've went away from playing DeAndre Hopkins. I'm playing Christian Kirk in most of my lineups. You can also slide down and play more. Also, I think A.J. Green's a legit play if you don't see DeAndre Hopkins in the game. From the uh, Jacksonville side, I'm really torn on which way to go. I do think there's some playable pieces in here that includes Trevor Lawrence. Uh, If you want to play a cheap quarterback, Trevor Lawrence is definitely an option here. Arizona is going to give up yards, especially in there. And then you have the option of running it back with Trevor Lawrence and one of the running backs, Chenault, or DJ DJ Shark. I kind of like I kind of like Chenault. If I'm reading this right, I think DJ Shark will get the coverage, uh, the majority of the of the attention coverage, two off zone, all that stuff. Indianapolis is at Tennessee. The Titans are minus five and a half. Uh, Five and a half. I think this is a good football game. The only two plays I've made out of this football game, Derrick Henry and the Titans defense. Both, I think, are very viable plays. I do, do like r- running that Titans defense with Derrick Henry. Uh, right now, the Titans defense are probably representing 75% of my rosters. Uh, to go back up to Arizona... That was also, I meant to mention, a viable defense. My whole defensive pool is two teams, Arizona, Jacksonville. Or, excuse me, Arizona, Indy. That's my whole defensive pool. Uh, Baltimore is at Detroit. Don't have a lot of pieces of those games. Uh, Lamar Jackson, non-COVID illness. I think the guys, man, just came back on. Let's see here. Well, oh, we're going to have to give up on them. Lamar Jackson's been suffering all week with a non-COVID illness, and I would normally play him in this situation, but I think he's not had enough reps. I think they're going to protect him a little bit. What to make of the Baltimore deep uh, running back situation? I don't know. I don't know. I really think Latavius Murray, if you want to take a flyer, is the guy. Maybe I'm wrong. I have not. I'm not willing to make that bet right now. Uh, So I've kind of avoided this game. There is some, there is some TJ Hawkinson in my lineup, not a whole lot, but I still think this game is a high scoring game. I just can't put my finger on where the points come from. So, you know, if you want to play this game, stack this game, I understand why, but for me, I I like other games better. Washington football team at Buffalo. Again, this would be such a great game to me if Ryan Fitzpatrick was playing. But right now, Buffalo minus nine. I do like Josh Allen. I do like Steph Diggs. Uh, You can play the Bills. I think the, the football team is good enough that they can stay with them not a game that I probably have more in uh, less than 10% of my rosters are represented in in this game right now, a Josh Allen naked play has been posted and asked about, uh, if you want to play Josh Allen and not running back with Diggs, not running back with, uh, Beasley, I guess that is an option. It's not a choice that I've made. Um, uh, I really, if I'm going to play somebody without anybody with them, if I'm going to play, I'd just, I'd rather have Lamar Jackson or even Kyler Murray or even Tom Brady work. I can't identify what is their main target or they're going to make it on their legs. I think it's easy enough to d- identify who is, who is Josh Allen's main targets. You're going to see Steph Diggs, Cole Beasley, you know, uh, it's, it's it's not too hard to guess where sixty percent of those balls are going. The game I talked about earlier being a fun game, New Orleans at New England. New England is a three-point favorite now. Two weeks ago, we'd have never dreamed that line would be that way. Uh, New Orleans is coming off of just destroying, destroying the Green Bay Packers and. Uh, New England and Miami had opened up the season with a snooze fest, not a lot going on. One week changes that. New England comes in this game a 3 point favorite. I have no pieces of this game. I've kind of stayed away from it. Uh I do like I do like Damian Harris in this game, uh, especially in your season long leagues because I'm having to play and because of Dalvin Cook being out. Yes, Rod, you're getting a break. Three R Sports. You're getting a break. The Chargers at the Chiefs. Chiefs are minus six and a half. Really cannot get a good grip on this game. I already told you I like it. I think the game shoots out. I think a Justin Herbert stack can be played with Keenan Allen. I think a Patrick Patty Mahomes staff can be played. I think if I'm playing the Patty Mahomes stacks, I'm playing Hill with him. Also, anybody that ever plays Travis Kelsey in a stack, how can you go wrong? Uh, I think that would stick with a one-run back. Uh, I think the Chargers are not the best defensive team, and I think this game could really shoot out. From the Chargers' side, you know, Austin Eckler, viable. Keenan Allen viable. Not crazy about the secondary receivers in this game, but of course, all the big pieces are available to you. Also, everybody in the nation is going to be thinking all the big pieces are available to you. So one thing we don't talk about enough here, so we don't talk about when everybody else plays a game, how hard it is to win. You think about this. Think really hard. It's one of those mad things. Uh, A lot of people always talk about ownership. Look, this is a game I think ownership could get you. um, If the whole nation plays Patrick Mahomes and you have Patrick Mahomes in your lineup and 50% of the nation plays Patrick Mahomes, how do you get unique? How do you be different to win a contest? Every time Patrick Mahomes scores, you score. But by creating a lineup that's different you actually can change your lineup instruction so if you spend that money on patrick Holmes, you are limited to where you go with the rest of the money so your lineup construction becomes very okay there's only so many options once i spend this money so many options so many options so if patrick Mahomes is the number one quarterback let's say this week at 36 points say he scores 36 Number two quarterback is 31 points, Josh Allen. Uh, I think there's $1,300 difference in the two right now. If that $1,300 allows you to buy a different receiver who scores 15 more points, obviously your lineup construction with Allen and receiver A that scores 21 versus Mahomes and receiver B that scores five you're still going to outscore the Mahomes lineup so it's always smart to think about your lineup construction and how everybody else is going if you don't have one of the ownership pools there are some that's not very expensive I definitely think that once you start owning understanding ownership in daily fantasy you can get better Uh, Atlanta at New York The Giants, a three-point favorite. I love this game to shoot out. Uncle Randall's telling you, this is his shootout game of the week. Daniel Jones, Shepard, my two favorite plays of the week. I also love, love, love Mike Davis against this horrible Giants run defense. I look for this game to shoot over. I look for the Falcons to win the football game so the Giants... Even though a favorite, I think we'll be playing a very up and down field. I don't think they go put this away and the game is over soon. Uh, also, also, if you're okay with some risk, uh, you can look at playing Barkley. Uh, I don't know what his status is. I didn't check that before I come on. Calvin Ridley's Bible, Pitts are Bible. Really think this game has the potential of two bad defenses, giving up a lot of points. The next game, Chicago and Cleveland. But the story of this, I think, is we finally get Justin Fields. Justin Fields, I hope, gets the start. As I read before, Andy Dalton's very doubtful. Don't think it's the week to play Justin Fields, but I think it's the move. Cleveland's a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I do like the Browns to cover that seven and a half, and this game could get ugly early. Uh, I I think Fields is the future there, but I don't hate hate playing that Cleveland running game. It's something I've chose not to do, but cause it split again. Well, Chubb Hunt. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. The Steelers are a four and a half point favorite. Love, Love me some Joe Mixon. Secret play of the week, Joe Mixon. I think this game is a little bit of an underlying shootout. I think the Steelers with their newfound toy Najee Harris and that great passing game is going to be up and down the field. Joe Burrow up and down the field. I like Tyler Boyd also in this game. Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, my two Bengals to play. On the Steelers side, my favorite play. Is I I really have struggled with this. I'll go with Nojai Naj no 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 Harris, but I also I think any of those still wide receivers that are healthy, you play them. Uh, I think this game shoots out. Miami at Las Vegas. Josh Jacobs very iffy. Tua not starting. You don't know what you're going to get here. Um, I hate it when you have two of the stars for the game out. The Dolphins struggle mightily against the tight end, so Darren Waller is a huge play for me this week. So I would definitely think Darren Waller is represented in about 60% of my lineups. The New York Jets at Denver, the suddenly explosive Denver Broncos with Teddy Bridgewater. During the offseason, all the talk was Aaron Rodgers to Denver, Aaron Rodgers to Denver. Now we get... Teddy Bridgewater in Denver, and Denver is what we thought they were, a very good football team. Uh, the backfield situation is still iffy at best, so I don't know whether to, it's it's not Melvin Gordon time and it's not Javante Williams. It sounds strange coming from an old man, but this old man will tell you you never play a 30-year-old running back when you have a rookie behind him. And sooner or later, Williams will overtake Gordon, and that will be his job. All right, so here's where some money is to be made. The next two games on the late slate, the Tampa Bay Bucks at the LA Rams. So you want to be careful with what pieces I do play. I feel like the Bucks can take one of the receivers away from the the Rams. I think the logical choice is Robert Woods. I think they go straight at Woods. In the coverage that means Cooper cup van Jefferson, Tyler Higbee are all premium one, a plays. again, one, a place van Jefferson, Cooper cup, Tyler Higbee. Just lock them in somewhere in your lineup, play one of them. On the other side, I find it interesting that Antonio Brown, who is the beneficiary of Antonio Brown being out of the game. In my head, that's Godwin. So I love Godwin on that side of the football. I really don't love the Tampa run game. Still not clear definition there. If I was going to play one of them, I think it's a Ronald Jones week. Uh, Also, Rob Gronkowski is playable, but then he's had four touchdowns in two weeks, so everybody's climbing him into lineups. I think this may be the shootout game of the week. Also, it's a pick 'em game. So, whichever side you fall on, my gut tells me the Rams at home is a very good play, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Also, a late the Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers. When is Aaron Rodgers going to get this figured out? That's the million dollar question for me. I still believe Aaron Rodgers is the second best quarterback in the NFL. So, when does he get it figured out? The Niners are a good defense. The Niners, it's a game we've just seen. Aaron Rodgers struggled at times in the NFC Championship game against the 49ers, excuse me, in the divisional round. I don't know. I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to play a lot of pieces from this game, especially late. I'm going to give you a strategy that's a little different. Excuse me, that's the Sunday night game. Uh, so let's go back to that. Let's skip back one and go to Seattle and Minnesota. Sorry about that. I jumped ahead. Seattle, Minnesota. I think Aaron Rodgers is one subject, but Russell Wilson, if you're not going to say Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league, second best quarterback, then Russell Wilson is. I like this game, but the problem is Dalvin Cook doesn't look like he's going to play. He's a 4:30, and Madison's a, four, a six thousand dollar replacement. I don't like Alexander Madison in this game. He got two shots at it last year and was very bad. Uh, they don't give you any pricing break. So from the Minnesota side, I would definitely look. It may be a contrarian play, maybe uh, playing pieces of the p- passing game. I do like Kirk Cousins. I do like um, Jefferson and Thielen. Uh, From Seattle's side, Chris Carson is my favorite play of the game. I think this is a game that Carson can really get healthy. And I do like this. Probably my third game on the board. Of course, tonight, late night, uh, Green Bay, San Francisco. I'd already broke it down. This is a game we've seen already. Uh, I do think I will be playing it on the single-game slate. For you guys that play it on uh, the Monday-Sunday slate, or so you get all the games. I really just don't know where to tell you to go on this game. I like, I I like nothing that I can really put my finger on because I don't know where to put my finger in the one game slate. I do think that Aaron Rodgers would be a huge play. Um, I don't know what you're running back with. Um, Trey Sermon will get his first start. It looks like with uh, Elijah Mitchell out. So if you want to be a little different, maybe a Kittle captain lineup. Maybe we want to be way different. A Sermon captain lineup. Majority of lineups will have either Aaron Rodgers or Devonte Adams in the captain seat. So uh, probably my first gut is Adams in that captain seat with a lineup of Rodgers sermon and i think if you try to get Kittle in there then you're going to be have to will willing to go down and play some dirt cheap pieces monday night football a traditional great game one of the great rivalries we got, we talked about on off the record with randall this week how the eagles or how the falcons and the saints truly really hate each other i think this is another one the eagles at the dallas cowboys dallas a four point, four and a half point favorite Single game slate again. I think Jalen Hurts is an interesting move at captain. We know that only 10% of the time does the captain's ownership and a quarterback win, but I really think with his legs, Jalen Hurts a nice pick. Uh, That Dallas passing game a little more defined without Michael Gallup in it now. And also, Zach Hurts is back, but I think Dallas Goddard is the lead receiver in Philly. So... Sorry about the technical difficulties this week. I've gave you a quick recap, but uh, again, we'll be back next week with Philip Dye, Arden Scruggins, Geoff Miller. Technical deep difficulties on my two dart players and Arden Scruggins and Geoff Miller. Philip Dye, of course, under the weather. Feel better, Philip. We miss you, my friend. This is Victory Formation, and we'll be back next Sunday at the same time. Sorry about the technical difficulties, but give us a chance. Stay with us, and we'll join you next week. Uh, Yeah, Geoff, I I just went ahead and did it myself, and uh, we got through it. Good night, everybody, or good morning, and enjoy your NFL Sunday.